trademarks. Yeah, a lot of stuff that you guys definitely don't care about, but you know what? At the end of the day, after everything burns down in your business, which we hope it won't, the only thing left is intellectual property. So we're going to dig into talking about brand protection in this episode, and I'm going to get right into the point, quick and dirty, so that you can make sure that you are protecting the brand and the business that you're putting all this time, money, and energy into. Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. Hey, before we get into the episode, just a quick heads up. Because y'all are great, awesome, amazing listeners of the Business Bites podcast, you get a special discount through my law firm. Anytime you head over there to do some brand protection, such as trademark registration, copyright registration, or just need some help with contracts, let them know that you came from the Business Bites podcast and we will get discounts applied for you. Particularly, our trademark applications are $500 off for Business Bites podcast listeners. So just let the team know and you will get a discount and you'll also get to hang out and talk with me and keep your brand protected. Welcome to episode 134 of the Business Bites podcast. I am your host, Rachel Brinke, and today we are chatting a bit about the number one most important thing in your business. As you heard from the intro, it is going to be talking about brand protection because without a brand, without connection to consumers, without the development of these intangible assets of intellectual property, such as your business name, your logo, your product names, whatever it is that you have, it is the most important thing because when everything else is gone, that's all that's left standing. Here's the reality. Good products and good customer service are literally not enough anymore in this market. They're just not good enough. There are people out there and you know, you've seen them, you've heard them, they've frustrated you. They may have crappy customer service. They may have a subpar product, but the stuff is flying off the shelves because of the brand that they've put out there, the connection they're making with the consumers, which, you know, I would hope that you guys also have a good product and good customer service and a good brand, but The reality is many are selling subpar products and subpar service under really well-developed brands, and they're taking the steps to protect those brands. With y'all being listeners of the Business Pipes podcast, I know that you take your business very seriously. Sure, quick education, get in, get out, but just being here shows how important business success is to you. And here's my thing. One of the very first things in business that we sit down and we create is like our business name, our logo, the branding colors, the feeling that we want our audience to have. When I create an Instagram post, I'm thinking about what y'all are going to feel and take away from it. All of that is part of the brand. And I'll tell you what, I will do absolutely anything to protect my brand. Because here's the thing, your logo, your business name, your marketing assets, such as photo, video, social media, blog post content, you name it. Those are the mechanisms that are connecting with your potential consumers. But here's my big frustration with many of y'all. I'm looking at you. I'm calling you out. Why are you spending more time on develop those things as opposed to protecting them? Because it is so easy. Before I walk into the steps of protecting your business brand, we need to go through what's not easy. All right, so let's say you didn't do your checks at the very beginning and even operating under business name. And you didn't realize that somebody else existed out there that had the same business name for the same or similar products or services. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to rebrand. So not only will you have to 
pay to rebrand, have to take the time and effort to rebrand, you're going to lose that brand value with your existing customers and potential customers, but you also may have to pay out to that individual that had that business name before you, just as an example. Another thing that's not easy is having other businesses with bad reputations and having those reputations imparted upon you. So if we have a business name and there's a competitor out there with the same or similar name selling same or similar products or services, but they have really shitty product or really bad customer service, guess what? We don't want them to have a same or similar name. A, our consumers are going to be confused of who to buy from, and B, they might look and see that crappy product and attribute it to me, and we definitely don't want to do that. Like I've already mentioned, we don't want to be stopped from having to use the brand we develop because, but guess what? If you didn't do the proper checks, you never actually owned it to begin with. And also we don't want to have confusion between businesses. That just makes the consumer confused and overwhelmed and unsure what to do. Plus the bad reputation piece that we've already talked about. So here's the steps that I want y'all to walk through when you're sitting down and going, all right, Rachel, I got it. Brand protection time. Let's do this. First, we want to make sure that you own all of your intellectual property. We need to have everyone that creates assets and such for our business to sign an intellectual property transfer document. Yes, even your employees. Yes, your logo designer. Yes, all of that. We want to make sure that we own it all so that we can protect it. Think about it in this example. And by the way, I'm going to link the related podcast episode on this point into the show notes and make sure you head over there. But let's say we got a logo created from an independent contractor, whether they're on Fiverr, Upwork, or the friend down the street. By default, in the United States, they own that logo. They could stop you from using that logo anytime, unless it's contractually agreed to. For to transfer the rights from that creator to you, you don't own your brand. They also can turn around and give that same logo to other people, including your competitors. We obviously don't want that. So the first step is we want to make sure that we own all the intellectual property, your logos, the photos that you're putting on your Instagram and your website, the text that you're creating, the products that you're developing, all of that. So we want to have the intellectual property transfer document or an acknowledgement document, which we do have at rachelbranke.com, FYI. We want to have it in place because we want to own and be able to control all of these intangible assets in our business. The second step is we need to make sure we do the proper searches before advertising a business name, a program name, product name, etc. Like I've already mentioned, we don't want confusion. We don't want bad reputation. We don't want to have to rebrand. We don't want to have to pay someone else for the use of that name. So you're going to want to make sure you do the proper researches. I highly recommend hiring a law firm to do this for you because they have systems that can really dig into all areas. But if you want to do a superficial search, you can do things like searching the Google. The Google, I said it, the Google, for search engine optimization isn't always best for many sites, so Google may not always be your best bet. We also want to make sure we check state corporations commissions, but are you really going to sit and check all 50? Nope, we can have someone else do that for you. Also, you want to check the USPTO.gov website. That's the United States Patent and Trademark Office. The problem is the system's not foolproof. It is very finicky, and there's a strategy way that you need to use it. So even going on there and searching your own business name to see what's up or an alternate name, you may not always get the results you need. That's definitely where you need some help. But just a little tip, you can do that to make sure that you've done the proper search and evaluation before advertising that business name or program name, etc. 
The next step we want to consider is registering for copyright protections. So far, I've been talking about primarily trademarking. Trademarking is protecting the your logo or business name, etc., as the source indicator of your business. So when you see an Apple um, logo for Apple computers, you know that that computer is coming from Apple. That is a connection. Same with Louis Vuitton. You know the print, it's on the bag, unless it is a counterfeit, it's coming from Louis Vuitton and you expect a certain level of quality. Now we're shifting into the third step, which is registering for copyright protections on your logos. I know there's a crossover here, your photographs, your videos, and all your content as well. Copyright protection is protecting the actual product, the actual creation itself. All right. So if we have photographs that we're using in our marketing, we want to protect them through copyright protections. If we have a logo. We actually want to do copyright registration to protect the design itself, but we also want to register it as a trademark to protect it as in connection to our specific products or services. Why? We already talked about. We want to make sure there's no confusion and that we're not infringing upon somebody else. And last but not least, let's just combine all of this together. What you need to sit down and do right now. You want to identify to make sure that you own all the intellectual property that in your business. Little cheat sheet, I've said it multiple times now, but I'll just say it really quickly. Business name, logos, photos, video, social media content, website content, anything that is created that in your business, visual or text, if it's originally created, make sure that you own it, that you're business owns it. And then we also want to make sure that we are trademarking our business name and our logo, and that we're also doing copyright registration on all of our marketing assets. The end result, the end goal of all of this is to protect your brand so that nobody else can capitalize on it, ride on your coattails, impart their bad reputation on you, or also just to ensure that you're not fringing upon anybody else. Because I tell you what, if you've spent years developing a brand, if you spent time, money, and energy, and you have to rebrand, it could cripple or destroy or shut down your business. Now, here's the deal. This sounds overwhelming. I 100% get it. But you know what? We do have resources, DIY steps on Rachel Branke that can help you through this. We also can do this over at Eden Law, my law firm. It really is simple. I know it sounds overwhelming, but it's going to be well worth the small investment of time and money to protect your brand. Because friend, here's the deal. When you're stuck dealing with financial and administrative resources to change or after the fact defend your brand, you're not going to be happy. It's going to cost you more time, money, and energy, and that is less time that you're spending on your business. So I highly suggest that you guys dig in, and I am going to link it on the show notes page, everything you need to know, but going into trademarking, your logo and your business name, and also copyright registration for all of the marketing assets that you're using. That, my friends, is having ultimate brand protection. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of The Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.